Hello, conspiracy players. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good whatever it is when you are listening to this. On this episode, we have a special guest. I connected with her on Twitter during all the chaos of the last few years, and I was finally able to get her to come on the show. She goes by the name Forest Mommy, and she's about as libertarian as it gets. So much so, I would say, that she damn near skirts into my territory a full-blown anarchist. I've had the privilege of laughing at her tweets and have enjoyed much of her content. She co-hosts a show called Golden Showers, another called Scissor Me Timbers, and also does a live stream on her own, which is Forest Mommy Universe. That's also her Twitter handle, at FMUniverse84. I'll also be putting that in the show notes if you feel inclined to check her stuff out. We had a great conversation about politics, current events, and everything in between. I hope to keep in touch with her and have many more conversations in the future. So without further ado, here's Forrest Mommy on Conspiracy Playtime. I don't believe in the political process at all. But you're part of it. Listen, this is what I said. This is my, this is how I sell it, baby. Okay. Um, I don't believe in it. But, like, obviously, we all should be doing a million different strategies. And obviously, like, no government is the logical conclusion, right? That everyone kind of should get to, to some extent, right? I remember my first, like, documentary conspiracy I saw was the Zeitgeist films, like, back in 07 or something like that. And it was like, oh. Okay, okay, and then you just, you can't think, like, once you kind of, like, there are other answers, you know, you just can't stop then. I have a video of him from, like, February 2020 at some, like, press conference, and he's like, well, you know, asymptomatic has never been a driver of a pandemic, it's not anything that, like, like he's basically saying asymptomatic is not a fucking thing, and that was the whole premise for the mask, is saying that everybody's sick and asymptomatic, you know, like, that's why everyone has to wear, like, he said that's not the, the case, but then, you know, the science changed. That was one of those science change moments. <laughs> like... Look around, see what you do. Everybody smiles at you. Hey there, Mr. Blue, we're so pleased to be with you. Look around, see what you do. Everybody smiles at you. 
I'm doing all can right. Can you hear me okay? I can. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. I already see you've got Ayn Rand there in the background. Which book is yeah, that? I just, I was making fun of myself. I just did a live stream and I, was, I did it purposely. I was like, okay, I, it's got to be libertarian. And then I also, I found a free book, which was a biography on her. I got to read. I haven't read all of Alice Shrek, so not yet. Dude, Fountainhead's way better. That's what everyone says. Really? Because I always hear people say Alice Shrugged is better and I argue with them. You argue with them? I've, yeah. Maybe... I don't know. I feel like I've heard that. I have to you, get one. You know the right copy. people then. Yeah. You know. Although everyone's like, you got an instant hate on Ayn Rand. Or, so, you know. <laughs> I know. It's just funny how you bring her up. or It always comes up as a criticism or something, you know. Yeah. And I feel like people that have that knee-jerk reaction to her probably don't even know jack shit about her. No, of so, course not. Have you always been into libertarianism, or is this like a, a side effect of the pandemic bullshit? Being involved is definitely a side effect. Um, definitely was like a independent kind of spirit in a way, but um, never really was politically involved like I am now. <laughs> now it's like kind of overboard, but whatever. <laughs> well, that's interesting because I had the opposite reaction. Like I kind of was... I somewhat identified as a libertarian probably since i don't know i was in my late 20s i think we're roughly the same age don't um, be 39 yeah i am 39 so. okay yeah we're the same age you were born in 1984 Ooh. i'm 84 baby yeah that's rough but i uh kind of fell out of giving a fuck about government at all even as a libertarian because of covid I was like, I think I already kind of was anarchy leaning, but I just went full blown like, but right. I could still talk to libertarians because your heart's in the right place for sure. Yeah. And I feel like I understand not like, I don't believe in the political process at all. I just yeah, am what? like, I don't. But, you're, but you're part of it. But I said, this is what I said. This is my, this is how I sell it, baby. Okay. Um, I don't believe in it, but like, obviously, we all should be doing a million different strategies. And obviously, like, no government is the logical conclusion, right, that everyone kind of should get to to some extent, right? And uh, so, like, if everyone's working towards that, and then there's this political process that is there, I'm just going to I'm gonna throw some energy towards it, because why not? You know, if it works, it works. If, if we either prove it doesn't work and it's fucking corrupt as hell, or we prove you can, which... Again, I, you know, I'm like, I think we're going to prove we can't, but it's good to see people getting excited. It's getting people, even if it's still community building, which communities are very important in times of apocalypse and stuff. So, you know, like there's a, there's good aspects to it as well, which I like. Yeah. And Sorry, I think if a, if a total collapse of the government happened, I think more people would come together out of necessity, really. Yeah. Cooperation. Because like, most people are used to the government organizing everything and they don't know like how to think outside of that. Because, I mean, I used to think anarchy was like chaos and shit on fire and all that because that's what they want us to believe. My dog's barking. But you can you can kind of picture it because you can picture like you would be a pretty cooperative person who probably wouldn't want to be like a total warlord and killing everybody. Like you can picture that you would be good at anarchy, you know, but there's a lot of people who can't. <laughs> And that's like the chaos. They the can't chaos. picture it, but I think most people would be okay. Yeah. Most people, well, yeah. 
it would kind of be government, you know, like if you just come together and like ranks, but I don't know. The federalization of government is kind of the problem, which I'm sure you talk a lot yeah, about that's, that. Yeah, I, I was saying that the other day, Mike, because they, you know, when they explain anarchy, they're like, oh, well, then it'll be warlords. And it's like, oh, gosh, it's not like warlords uh, exist now. And yeah, they're the because- biggest ones ever. And they're allowed to do it and steal from us to fund it. So I'm like, I would, I would rather like be able, I would rather have to fight a hundred smaller warlords that I'm allowed to fight back against regardless and not just this one huge the biggest warlord that could ever exist ever and i'm not allowed to fight back or they'll just kill me anyways it's the same thing so like i'd rather just you know that's how i feel no that's a great point because most people when you argue anarchy they say well if there wasn't government then there would be this and it's like everything they can say there would be it's like yeah there is that now (laughs) you just accept it you're like it's illegal to not accept it so I don't know. But yeah. It seems fairly easy to get. I'm not like a smart, educated person. It just seems like an easy concept to get. Like, uh, Education (coughs) isn't necessarily a good thing. I mean, I used to think it had its merit in society, but after COVID, it's obvious to me (laughs) that the educated people are the most easy to propagandize because it's not educated as much as it's indoctrinated. Like, you could not go to college, not have a degree, but have read a thousand books that were like full of great information. And my education was like real life. Like I was on my own young. And so my economics education was paying rent and working. <laughs> like that was my, you know, I had to learn life that way, basically. So I think it was a little more, it was better for me anyways. And I didn't end up with the school debt, which thank God. So there's nothing I would have went to school for. That would have like made me money anyways. Like I just know this. So <laughs> you don't see yourself as being a good lawyer? Nah, I mean something like that. It would be hard for me to go to school for that for that long to do that though, and that dry. But I mean, yeah, I could I could definitely play one on TV, I think. So well, you'd make more money doing that anyway. It's <laughs> true. That's true. So I was just talking- had- oh, sorry, No, you go ahead. Well, I was just going to say real briefly, we had a guy who ended up on Tucker Carlson tonight. He's one of my Twitter friends. He quit his job or he got fired from his job for not wearing a mask in uh, in San Francisco. But he was just on Tucker Carlson. Oh, what was I just going to say that would have to do with what you said? I'm stoned to the bone, too, man. I lost well, it. There's only Go ahead. One way you can podcast. edit that out. <laughs> I mean, I do edit sometimes. Oh, but... his lawyer. He has a lawyer. Okay. And she was really cool. She's like the sassy blonde. And we're like, oh, yeah, we love her. And he texted me. He's like, oh, you've got to have her on your show. It's like, all right. She was awesome. So who's so. this friend? Like, he was on Tucker. Um, this is going to air tonight? It, yeah, it already did. It was live earlier. And then we watched it on my live. We watched it live. But uh, he was on my show the, early this morning. I was his first public appearance at all. Because, But he's a friend from Twitter. And he posted a video yesterday. And we hope to go viral. And then, you know, I made plans for him to come on. But then all of a sudden, OAN was contacting him. Infowars. <laughs> Tucker. Wow. So I was like, I got him first. I got the exclusive. And it was his first time ever doing any kind of, like, live streamer podcast <laughs> so it was like uh so anyways he's getting money he's got fired for not wearing a mask i think he'll he'll have a job just for the networking through twitter he'll have a job like pretty what, soon what was his job um some sort of construction so they were like building a house so it's like no one even lives there it's just a job site so they're they still were, like, wearing masks down there yeah and san francisco this was a san francisco rule i believe 
And then like the, the guy in the job site said, well, we were, we can't have more than three COVID cases. We got shut down. I'm like, that's the problem. You're testing. Like, do you not understand what's going on? But you're going to make this guy bad and then fire him the next day for it. Like it's insanity. <laughs> it's insanity. That's Oof. ridiculous. So I, I mean, I was going to ask why is he like, we're getting all this attention, but that kind of makes sense since it's 2023 for fuck's sake. We're, Damn near three years job. into this. Yeah. And I imagine like, is it inside even, or are they building outside? Um, I think he, his job may be on the inside part, but it was still like, it's an unfinished house, you know, <laughs> like it's not, it's just ridiculous. Yeah. And so he's, at least he took a stand and that's the thing is like, obviously we should have been doing, making a bigger deal. People making a stand, you know, like on 2021 when it was rolling out and people were getting fired and stuff. So it's like, we gotta make a stand now and just because it's just so ridiculous that was why it caught their attention because it's so ridiculous now yeah this i mean if this would have happened two years ago he wouldn't have been anything special but no yeah it was common yeah so anyways i was glad you know i'm glad he got the exposure i'm, I'm excited for the lawyer it looked like the lawyer was kind of a school choice she has a school choice thing in california should they or he's in california this guy he's in santa cruz santa cruz so okay See, I live in Southern Oregon. I'm 14 miles above the California border. But nice. <laughs> Northern California is like its own fucking beast. They are right outside of the cities. Yeah, I went to Mount Shasta, like right when all this shit popped off and masks were everywhere where, where I'm from. So I brought mine thinking, oh, if I go into a restaurant or a coffee shop, I'm going to have to wear it until I sit down. Just <laughs> So I walked into a place with a mask. And I just was putting it on when I walked in. I looked around and all the workers are not wearing masks. And I just said, I don't have to wear this, huh? And they said, well, you can if you think it does anything for you. And I was like, I didn't feel like I was in California. The California <laughs> you hear about. But Yeah, that would be it's a culture shock. But thank God. Thank God but, some people were like. Yeah, they should just really be their own state. Anything above Sacramento. I don't okay. know. Well, there is the greater greater Idaho. Have you seen that initiative? Like, oh, yeah. A couple of counties from Oregon are wanting to go to Idaho. Well, when it started, it was like they wanted shit. A third of the counties in Oregon, maybe. I mean, I'm just guessing. But it was weird and complicated because Portland and Eugene and everything north would be absorbed by Washington. So it was just like a lot of people would have to be on board with this for it to happen. And it, now it's like, yeah, I used to, my county used to be a part of what would be the state of greater Idaho, but now it's just like some of the Eastern and central counties that are really rural are still trying for it. But, I, I mean, know. it's another, it's like, they're trying to make show the political process can work, but it's always going to be fighting against them. Anytime you're trying to do something different, but yeah. Uh, well, I was talking to a guy probably a little bit somewhere between Christmas and New Year's. And he used to be really big in the music industry, had some kind of health scare with his wife or not a scare. She actually like lost her, the use of her legs. And he got to see just everything from that angle. He'd already been in the entertainment industry and saw the demons there. But he was trying to talk about anarchy and we started talking about libertarianism and he said, you know, I love libertarians, but I always say it's like, let's pretend you live in a neighborhood and a porn shop 
is erected across the street from your house and it's just like out of place and just kind of drying in like the unwanted crowd. He said, so if you wanted to take that down, would you go inside the porn shop and get a job there? And so that was like his metaphor of libertarians. And I was just like, damn, I mean, I kind of agree at this point. No, yeah. I mean, like I said, I'm like, I always laugh because I'm recruiting so many people. And I'm yeah, are like, you like are you the now? head of the Mises caucus in your area? <laughs> Oh, yeah. For, I'm, a, I'm a state organizer for Colorado for Mises Caucus. Okay, yeah. That ha- it's, it happened, like, I've been involved with the LP and MC. Light, I was, like, lightly starting probably end of, during 2021. And then they were, like, asking me to be state organizer, I don't know, October. And another guy does it, too. It's great. His name's Justin. And he does all the, like, avid background stuff. And I was like, oh, this is a great shit we do you're doing all that work but i and i've just been going to all the events and it's just building community community to me too because even before i was involved with any of this stuff i was getting a little bit bigger on twitter it was the end of 2020 and i i was like this is fucked up we were doing another fucking lockdown all this shit and i was like i, I just started doing meetups at my house so i was like inviting people from twitter over to my house <laughs> like there was some crossover that finally meeting people who were in the LP out here, the MC out here. So then like I finally started meeting people and then that's when I got like more actually involved. But yeah, I was like, I have to, I have to bring people together. Cause a lot of people we were going crazy when all that was going down. Like our friends were going crazy. And then like, we just needed like people to be around where you could talk freely, you know? So I love doing that stuff. So I'm perfect for this position. <laughs> Well, that's funny you mentioned having parties during that time because I was just listening to, like, I always kind of like to brush up on my guests a little bit. So I I found a couple of your more recent Golden Showers episodes, probably from like the last three months. And one of them, God, who were you talking to? Rose? Oh, maybe. And she, and you, what's her, she's on Twitter, right? She's pretty big on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But yeah, just you were talking about having those meetups and it would be like up to 60 people. And you, I think you said something about like you only ever met one person that you didn't jive with out of all those people. Kind of. Yeah. Just- for like, a, yeah, there's really been very few. If, I'm trying to think of it because I've met a lot more and I'd say no, there's only been one person. But also I'm very good at like I love the idea of voluntary association. It's just this really easy idea to me. Like even if I don't get along with someone, I'm not going to like make a conflict, make a scene. Like, you know who you drive with and who you want to be around what you're doing different things. So I'm like, so that's how I live my life. I don't, you know. I well, just that's how politics you. used to be. Is It was all a voluntary system and you couldn't make money doing it. In fact, you they kind of- go back to that. Yeah, they kind of designed it that way on purpose. But yeah, I don't even know. Hey, Dex. I know. And, and now us, like the, the libertarians, the most, like all the state people, they all do it for free. And it's like, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. It's like a full-time job on top of their parents and everything. Everybody does a lot of work. So it's crazy. So as but, far as the Libertarian Party goes, do you think it will ever be a contender like in national elections, the way the system's set up? You think it has a chance? Not in my um, honestly not in my lifetime. Even but on I like think, a local state level? No, local, I do. We already like we want a mayor out here already. And he's okay. already like decriminalizing things. And so this is why I'm like, I only like, you know, they're gonna we're gonna run or Dave Smith's gonna run and stuff, but it's like 
we know he's not going to win. So we're not, it's more about the messaging, getting him out there, getting the message. Is he, out. is that like official? Is he running? He hasn't, I don't think he's officially announced well, yet, but it's like. When he first brought it up, he was on fucking Joe Rogan's podcast. So it was like, if he wasn't really serious about it, he wouldn't have made that. Yeah. Move. And he's one of those people. He said like, you know, I don't want to run, but if I have to, I will. <laughs> yeah, but I'm like, but we know, we know like the Mises caucus ever. We like, we know that. That's going to be just trying to get messaging out, like right. more than anything. But if we want to win stuff, it's all our local stuff, like we're finding. And there's a lot of people haven't paid attention. There's a lot of GOP people who are pissed. I was at a meeting the other night. She's like, we don't vote on sides anymore. We don't care. And like, it was like a really cool group of people. <laughs> they like loved me. And so like, there's a, there's just a chance. I feel like when I'm meeting people in the community, so I'm like, well, I feel like there's a chance to some stuff locally, not even the like, the federal stuff, I feel like a lot of that's just decided, but like the, you know, Senate stuff, but all the local stuff, we're trying, so we'll see. Well, I think that's what you got to grab, because, yeah, I, I've never voted for a president, and I do vote locally, and when I vote, I usually just vote against measures. It's like, I don't fucking right. want any new laws, I'm just going to usually check the no box on all those fucking things, but yeah, so Dave... I was listening to part of the problem a couple episodes back and they were like live in Baltimore. Okay. And somebody was like, why don't you run for like governor or something? And his answer was great. He's like, I'm not trying to win. If I, I'm not going to run for something, I could possibly win. <laughs> it's like, right. you know, we're just trying to get eyes on the movement. He did kind of piss me off recently though. And I, yeah, I like he pisses everybody off time well, and time again. I <laughs> usually am always in his corner, but he took a stance against Tulsi Gabbard. Which I fucking loved because I, I liked her in the beginning. Right. And he went off on her when she went on Tucker's show and was talking. Uh, he Tucker was trying to get her to say, like, us killing these families in Afghanistan was wrong. But she was like, no, you got these targeted strikes are how you fight terrorism. And he just fucking he was kind of drunk. It was a part of the problem, like back in late 2020. And he just went off on her. And then it might have been 2021, actually. She DM'd him after he was on Rogan at one point, and she didn't see him talking shit about her. But she's like, hey, I really loved you on Joe Rogan, yada, yada, yada. And he was just like, oh, I, I forgive Tulsi now. She was nice to me in my DMs. Oh, okay. I was like, she what? It. <laughs> so I DM'd him, and he never read it. This is my Twitter account that got deleted recently so he'll oh, never yeah, see it losing them too <laughs> i all this is only my second one and i just don't use twitter that much now because i can't keep my fucking mouth shut so yeah. if i keep it using makes it, it so easy to run your mouth on twitter <laughs> that's what it's so for easy. that's i thought that's what it's for but apparently yeah. it gets you in trouble but uh, yeah he'll make a good politician if that's all it takes to get on his good side just like pay him a little compliment give him a little love but i do love his show and Legion of Skanks and all that. I think it'll be interesting to see how it goes. If he does get in there as, as the nominee. <laughs> He's so goofy, but yeah. Is Michael like, Malice going to be his press, his press. I mean, that's what they've said. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if they like. That would be him, awesome. Cause he's be an hilarious. anarchist. Yeah. yeah. He's great too. Oh, that would be funny. Just troll the kind troll the federal government. <laughs> Great. I mean, press secretaries, look at what we got right now. Like, I just found out. I, she's... Even, I didn't even watch that stuff. I only see stuff, some stuff that comes up on Twitter. I like cannot yeah. even watch these people, you know? 
It's e- either yeah. usually Dave's show or Twitter where I see her clips. And yeah, I just found out she's 48. She, oh, she, really? Yeah, she looks like she's like in her late 20s. Yeah. And huh. I'm just like all of a sudden going, wow, she really is that incompetent. Because it, <laughs> yeah. seemed, it seems like she's a little green maybe, but no, she's 48. She should be a little further along in her skills. I mean, black don't crack. That shit's true. Because right, yeah, I, I never would have guessed she was in her 40s, let alone almost 50. Me neither. She acts like, yeah, she actually, she's like 16. She has the understanding of a 16-year-old. And looks, looks 20-something. Yeah. yeah so. Super young. Well, since we've skirted into that arena, let's. Uh, I did want to talk about censorship with you because you have gotten the brunt of it in the last few years that I know yeah. of. So you're you're back. So Elon gave you your account back, your your OG account. Yes. Yeah, so the first one I went is my original one. I lost Christmas 2021, supposedly because of the artistic nude in the thing. But I said I would switch it. I would switch the picture. You know, sometimes you can delete tweets or I don't know, not I don't know if you do. Have what was that, the but. picture? Um, it's it's just a picture of me in a forest. It's like a really artistic nude. I look like a wood nymph kind Is of. Is it you just from like, the back? I'm sitting in on the side. It's kind of from the side. And that's why you, they took you down? Yeah, because you can't have any nudity in profile pictures or header. Oh, just Because you can have porn on the timeline, right? But. I get it because I'm like, yeah, okay, fine. All the profile pictures will be dick pics because that's how dude. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm like, I understand the this rule. reason they have the rule. <laughs> but all the year, all the whole year, I was like asking them to stop it or like give it back. I'll delete it, whatever. And it never worked. But I had that other account, the Terminator Mommy account. I don't know if you ever followed that's that. That's the one. one that I found you on because I started being active on Twitter in like the spring of 2022. Okay. And it, it was like yeah. the picture of you, like you're Sarah Connor with the sun, or no, you're the Terminator. You have the sun yeah, it's like the actual. So yeah. that's the so that the one. one that I'm familiar with, and then your new. And they took that ones. one away, and I still I still have no idea on that one. They still never got back to me. But that one was my biggest one. That one's at 26k followers. Right. But after getting back on this one, after not having a big follow, they took that one in August, and I've had another little one the that my friend helped me make. Sorry, I've caught now. Um. But it's I'm like, oh, God, it's annoying having a lot of followers again. I like forget you have to read because I try to engage and talk to people and know people. Right. But people say a lot of dumb stuff. <laughs> it's just like I was like, oh, damn, forgot about that. It is what it is. So how many do you have now? Um, I think I'm back up to 18. I think it was like it's 18, five, you know, hopefully around Are- there. Are you finding any problem with YouTube being censored there? Oh, yeah. So I did. I have had, I've had, <laughs> it's always with the same person. God bless him, Eric Avenante. He's an amazing person. Um, every time I've talked to him, I got one the first time where they like take it away and you kind of get a strike, but not really. Then I got an official strike. And then, um, then they almost gave me another strike, but we appealed that one. We got it back. <laughs> So that strike. So I'm I'm one strike in, but if you get them in a certain time period, they take your channel down. So I'm like, I'm not streaming to there for a little bit. Like some little stuff I'll do, but it's not worth it. Even this morning when I had that guy in this morning, I went to YouTube and I kept saying, I want to use the word vacation instead of vaccination because they're saying that helps with the flagging and stuff. Like I totally screwed that up this morning. So like whatever. It, it actually it's weird 
because you would think it was just a straight up algorithm. But I've had, so we're on one strike finally. We were on two for a while and it was like, if we do, and sometimes those motherfuckers will retroactively go back and find something from years ago and just be like, oh, you're done now. That's three strikes. So we were walking a line and then all of a sudden we're at one strike now. And I've been kind of like, I don't like doing the thing where we like, talking code and self-censored because i don't want to play that game but at the same time it's like for me it doesn't matter because spotify is where we get all our viewers and and listeners and they've never sponsored or uh, censored us but youtube is starting to and it's been pretty bad and it's always vaccination shit yeah or or they the last one they said we were we were talking about the 2020 election and they were like specifically named the 2020 election. We weren't talking about it. We're shit. And how fucking weird is that? Anyways, that you would bring up the 2020. That's election. the only one you're not allowed to say was stolen. Right. So you can say 2016 was all you want. Oh, it was so dystopian. It was like you were saying there were indiscrepancies and blah 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 with the 2020. It was so specific where you're in. We were like, anyways, so we got that one taken away. But still, it's like. Ugh, it's so bizarre. Well, are you familiar with the Franklin scandal? Mm. Probably shouldn't even talk okay. about it, but I'm going to because we're at one strike okay. again. But it was this uh, pedophile ring in the Republican Party back in like the ooh, late 70s, early 80s, okay. really, really late 70s. And then it went for years. And it was this guy named Larry King. He was a Republican in Omaha, Nebraska. And then there was this guy named... Uh, Spence fuck I don't remember his first name but he was in Washington DC and they had these sex parties and they had these kids that they got from like uh, Boys Town that Catholic organization and so this like it was huge there was guys who died over this they actually charged the kids that accused these politicians of of perjury and so one of the chicks actually ended up serving more jail time than the guy that was running this shit but they only got him for like money related crimes he had to take a fall for something but anyway we had an episode all about that they took it down january 3rd of this year and that episode was like published back in the fall of 2021 and they said it was hate speech and cyberbullying because only one we talked shit about were the people doing this stuff. Right. And then, uh, yeah, everything else has been vaccine related. So. Yeah. Uh, no. the other times it's, it's like sucks. Cause I, I can at least get super chats. Well, I get super chats and rumble, but there's ads on YouTube. I feel like are, it's a little bit of money. But. Have you made money on YouTube? Yeah, I have made almost $300. Wow. See, we always use like copyrighted songs and shit. Oh, yeah. I just yeah. I just never wanted to make money on YouTube. So. I never wanted to either. It took me like over a year and then well, my, that producer came along and was like, can I help you? Was that is that Hex? Uh, no, Hex is always my co-host, but like we were both not super techie. No, but uh, Paul, producer Paul, I call him, he came along and he makes his own show called Sibling Revelry. And then he's like, I'll help you. And so like, I was like, good. <laughs> I don't want to do like, I want to deal with half of it, you know? So he like helped me make actual shows with intros and outros and that kind of stuff. Cause I don't know how to do that. So yeah. see, I do, but I, I, I went to film school. So like, I can know how to edit and do all that stuff, but I, I, I like to use songs that yeah. like are ex- like, I mean, I don't think we'd ever be able to make a hell of a lot of money on YouTube. Like if we're ever going to make money, it's going to be a paywall. 
like Patreon yeah. type shit. And we aren't there yet. I mean, it might become an option at some point, but I don't know. It was never about that. It was just more about having fun, making cool videos and talking to people. Yeah. And then like, I like when I started, I don't know how much into conspiracy you are, but I had no idea how big the community and like podcasting and Twitter and YouTube. It's like, fuck, everybody's doing it. <laughs> It's way oh, bigger yeah. than I thought. I love. I remember my first like documentary conspiracy I saw was the Zeitgeist films, like back in oh seven or something like that. And it was like, oh okay, okay. And then you just you can't think of, like once you kind of like there are other answers, you know. You just can't stop. Then you just you always think of the other. What other options are there? Where which ways could it really have happened? A little different, you know. Did you ever watch yeah. Loose Change? Mm-mm. Oh, that was like the big 9-11 one that like Jason Burmis, uh, who went on to InfoWars and now I think he's not attached to them at all, but he was like a high schooler and he made loose change and it was all about 9-11 and 9-11 being an inside job and like it was amazing. I think he made three of them at least, okay. maybe more, but yeah, that loose change, zeitgeist. There's a few others, and then Ron Paul was running for president. It was just like, oh my god, what's the Federal Reserve? And just nine eleven in general. It seems to be what like, kind of woke everybody up. Yeah, it was a little. And, it was a little weird. <laughs> then there's a bunch of retards that are out there like official narrative makes sense to me. Right. Well, you know, some people can't. They just can't. We can't even you know, have the thought in the head, there may be another answer. That's just, even that's too much for a, you know, <laughs> but, but even thinking about it, just the fact that there might be another thing is like, Oh, Oh no, 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 no. Yeah, what, There's only that, one way. That's called NPC thinking. <laughs> yeah. It's a real man. Didn't that like, I didn't, I don't game. So I didn't really know back. But once I learned about that uh, during COVID, I was just like, wow, this is for real. <laughs> Like, There's so many people game that that's like the way the explanation took off. I was like, oh, yeah, that's why. And I, I mean, I'm I can I can understand some gaming nomenclature, but yeah, once I once I was figured it out, I'm like, oh my god, it's real, it's real. Like they're NPCs. Oh, that was what was like the wildest thing that people went along with that you were just like, what the? We are gone far past like, COVID for me. Right, but like, was there a certain because, like, you know, we shut down. There's all these different levels. Like, I mean, all of it was crazy. I think, yeah, I didn't buy it for a second. Like, there's a lot of people who will say, like, two weeks. I was like, maybe. I saw it from the beginning, and like, first of all, these fucking Chinese videos are bullshit. (laughs) And then, like, the way NPR kind of made a soft. See, I listen to NPR every morning. Because okay. if you want to know the best propaganda in the country, it's 15 yeah, minutes they are on it. up first on NPR. It's a podcast you can download. I listen to that every morning. It's like, all right, this is what they want us to pay attention to. And then they give you like the exact opposite of what you should really think about it. It's so fun. It's like it's made for us, I think. And liberals yeah, so who just lead. take it's it so in. Leading. But it's like the 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 nba shutting down and people buying all the toilet paper happened on the same day for me anyway that's what i was in the sauna at the ymca and people were talking like yeah the nba just shut down and then i went to a grocery store right after that and i saw all these fucking people with just shopping carts full of toilet paper and i was like oh my god either this is like a fever dream or it's happening like they're they're doing it and 
I went home and I was already going to go home and visit my mom. And I told her, like, just watch. And she'll never forget this. But I said, they're going to have us wearing masks. Because I noticed, like, fucking Billie Eilish. And then there was the emoji that just popped up all of a sudden with the mask on. It's like they were I just gear- Snapchat. Do you remember Snapchat? Like, the, I don't know. I barely ever use it, but I remember one of the filters was masks, like back in 2019. And then everyone would put masks on. You could have all these different. Oh, mask I didn't colors know about stuff. that. Yeah. That, like, that's what year? Real. Like 2019? Yeah, probably 2018 and 2019. Like, <laughs> that's so creepy. And I remember a lot of people would put like that filter up on because i used to be on facebook i'm not anymore but i remember like they put that on their facebook thing when like that a mask on and it's like you just think back to it all and it's just like they've been feeding it they were priming it up to happen man and make it easy what olympics was it where china had the olympics and they showed this what do you know because they medical thing they did and from above they actually did the covid molecule the thing that would come I mean, but for me, honestly, to get back to the answer to your question, it for me, it was wearing a mask to walk to your table and then taking it off. And the people that thought that was doing something or even worse, were just willing to be like, yeah, it's just what you got to do. Both those are terrifying conclusions to come to. Yeah, and everyone I felt, should have been like, that's the dumbest idea I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah, and then you're going to not be able to eat there. It's like you have two choices. You can look like an idiot or be one. I don't know. Uh-oh. What about you? What was the point where you were just like, yeah? Um, I knew it was all, I knew it was the government doing it. I had st- started being kind of like following some more libertarian stuff on Facebook before I got off. So I was like certain like, yeah, I was basically red pilled by then. I guess you could say like knowing like all the 2016 stuff was crap. Kavanaugh, you know, just all the stuff was uh, the very fine people, all that kind of crap. Um, like the way they had to, the way they had to edit Trump out of context to make him look horrible was like, yeah. And people, these people still believe it's just so nuts the propaganda, and then, um, definitely the masks, and then the saying like, I mean, this all of it because I feel like we were a lot of us were following the data that was available from that we could find, and just like all this stuff that was wrong, like all the they were saying early on the PCR tests aren't good you know and just all this stuff that like like people don't use oh when he flip-flopped on mass what Fauci oh, Fauci. On mass? yeah it shouldn't have everyone been like oh we've been had what a, and, we're dumb and you even know? if they didn't believe him the way that he was like well i was lying to you for your own good because the it's like so you're either like a conniving cunt or you're full of shit both options are bad and it's I so, mean, and that that explanation people would do. They'd be like, "Well, we would have bought." He, I'm like, "So you're saying you were too, you're too stupid. You needed this man to tell you to buy something, do something, not do." Something. I'm like, "That should be offensive to you." And well, he was don't... also at the same time telling you you could just wrap something around the bottom half of your face. So if that's true, that's what you should have been saying in the beginning, not like, "Don't wear them." Just the logic yeah. doesn't make sense from any angle, and that was really yeah. early on. It was very, I have a video of him from like February, 2020 at some like press conference. And he's like, well, you know, asymptomatic has never been a driver of a pandemic. It's not anything that like, like he's basically saying asymptomatic is not a fucking thing. And that was the whole premise for the mask is saying that everybody's sick and asymptomatic, you know, like that's why everyone has to wear like, 
he said that's not the, the case. But then, you know, the science changed. That was one of those science change moments. <laughs> like, Which is, you know, the truest thing he ever said. Science does change as yeah, you observe and he it. He is the science. Yeah. Yeah, true. And it's it it's crazy to me how you know he's officially done, but like when the Damar Hamlin thing happened, he had to go on sixty minutes to be like, Yeah, this is probably you know, he took quite a hit. It's like, dude, you've never watched football in your life if you think that was quite a hit. A hit happens every fucking play of every NFL game. It was nothing. He's like he's not ready to retire from his acting role yet. No. He's he he's kind of like Elon Musk and that he just loves to be in the spotlight. You can tell they just get off on it. Oh yeah. I have a I I, I love cross dressers. I like my one of my best friends is a, a Trump voting cross dresser. Whoa. I have, have you interviewed that, this person? Well, I I keep trying to get him on and he goes by him cuz he's a, he's a him. He's a drag you know. queen. Like yeah, the, the original, but just like he doesn't perform, like he just likes to wear whatever. He's one who will admit it turns him on, you know, and not like want to change his whole gender over it. Audio, like, what do they call that? Yeah, like it's something that happens in their child. Like I've heard so many stories, but anyways, where was I going with that? We were talking about Fauci. <laughs> Getting off on the attention. Oh, I have this theory that Fauci is a crossdresser on their like secret sex islands and stuff. Like that's just because he just is like that. He's got that attitude, and I could just see him putting a wig on, you know, and just because he's a smaller stature guy. I just that's my conspiracy theory. So there's a good one. I like it, and it's original. I haven't heard it, but I could totally see it. <laughs> Ugh. At a Bohemian Grove or wherever they all go. Who the fuck knows? Some island somewhere, some desert. Yeah, desert, weird hideouts. They can do whatever they want. They They are the Bond villains. Like that, they are the Bond villains, and they have those crazy places like the Bond villains. I mean, Elon Musk, Klaus Schwab, they really do fit that bill. Like you do, you wouldn't have to do any changes. You could just stick them right in the movie. (laughs) Yes. It's so true. Ugh, it is like a production. It is all part of a production. Just like how how many people know they're in all the production. How many are being used? Like how many are going through humiliation rituals? Uh, like it's just all. Um, I think a lot of them know that they're in on something, but I don't think they grasp the depths of it. Like they'll never meet the person pulling the strings. They meet that person's. PR agent like okay this is what you're gonna do yeah we're gonna shoot your daughter in the head if you don't do this but you don't know who's given that order yeah and, I mean for me Elon Musk the way he's being worshipped by certain people that used to like I don't know I just feel like he's pulled the wool over on a lot of people's eyes a lot of smart he people second brains. Like, no, I don't trust anybody who wants to put things and in he brains. was a young global leader in 2008 like that shit's been scrubbed I, you could still find a Bloomberg article that talked about it in like a couple years later but other than that and maybe that Bloomberg article is not even up we did an Elon episode back in last summer and you could still find that Bloomberg article that showed that in fact he was because he just tweeted something about being like the World Economic Forum are clearly operating outside the bind, and it's like you're part of it, you fuck. Yeah, you, if you're at the same party, you're at the same party. Like, 
Yeah, and who was it you talked to? D says, I think I listened to that one recently. D says. Oh, um, yeah, I think I know what you're talking about. So she was she talked quite a bit about Elon on the on the episode she was on with you and yeah she mentioned some things sweet d okay so yeah she's a great follow she's been doing a lot of good she's she has threads well she's lost accounts over the years too but she does crazy deep threads so sorry go ahead no that's no i just wanted to say like she was saying dropping some really good knowledge on the episode that you interviewed her on about elon she knew a lot of stuff about him that most people don't know oh yeah she knows that yeah (laughs) And so she and her husband have been doing this for like 20 years, it sounds like. I and guess so. Yeah. Like I only found her during COVID, thank God. But like, yeah, she was like, I mean, she would post that was, I think she had her oldest account. So there'd be threads she would repost from like 2012, but you know, just all this. Cause she had been looking into all this stuff way back then, like MRNA vaccines and stuff like way back then, you know, like in a conspiracy mindset. And so yeah, she, she does know a lot. She's great. Have you heard? the theory that that guy that was supposed to be on bath salts in florida remember that story where he was like yeah when he ate someone's like face so apparently it's been said recently in certain circles that he was part of a trial for mrna vaccines like back in the days they were like fucking (laughs) taking homeless people in and testing it on them and he was like one of the bad effects guys I don't know. I haven't really dug into it because are you really going to find that information? It's not yeah. just like you're not just going to like find a Reddit thread where they're like, here's the documents. <laughs> yeah, that takes some work. Yeah. I mean, that's a lot of work. I bless everybody who like actually goes in and looks at this stuff. It's so hard but anymore. It is. I mean, I've seen stuff that I had archived and have downloaded. But the internet source is gone now. Even yeah. uh, the Wayback Machine, even like there's there's not a lot of stuff on there that I I trust like that will still be there. Just tomorrow, right. like I'm not going to rely on that. No, got to archive it all. I always say that, and then I don't. Yeah. yeah, I mean, and then there's people that just have dusty hard drives sitting around. Like oh, I know it's in there somewhere. <laughs> like, I know. Like, are you going to go back? I don't know. I think it's a losing battle to try to prove shit that way. It's just yeah. Like, what's going on right now is going on, and yeah, you can like follow a paper trail up to a point. But you can show people, and people still won't believe it. Like, exactly, can... they're going to be like, "Oh, those documents are forged." Ayn Rand wrote those. Exactly. Let's say something about her. She took Social Security or whatever. <laughs> Every yeah. time she fucking Every earned time. it. I know. It's like. Do you not understand you could say something bad about something, but if you put your fucking money into it in the system we exist in, why the fuck would you not try and get some of it back? Like, you know. It's not going to be there for us. No, no, no. Yeah, we don't. We won't get any of that option. But, uh, Yeah, so why even pay taxes? I know. I'm 1099, so like. I could not, but I also don't make a ton of money, so I don't have to pay a ton of taxes. But there's every year I'm like, I don't. But Mr. Forrest Mommy makes me <laughs> such a like, I'm like, you're such a statist. <laughs> He's like, well, I'm not paying your get out of jail. I'm like, okay, I, 
fair enough. There's a way to go about it, though. Yeah, like I'm like I know if it if it came down to where that happened, I think it would be fine. But like, whatever. Well, anybody out there who's thinking about having kids, just don't register them. Don't give them birth certificates. None of that shit. You don't have to do any of that. There's ways around it. I mean, we're pretty much fucked. Like, we just interviewed a guy. I don't know if you've heard of Brandon Williams. He has a website called onestupidfuck.com, which is weird. (laughs) But if you go there, he shows you how to get out of all these contracts that were in, like, your birth certificate, your driver's license. Like, it's the whole your name in all capital letters thing. I don't know if you've heard of all that stuff. but Mm -hmm. So you basically, your name... Let's pretend your real name's Forrest Mommy. If you had your driver's license or anything you get in the mail that's a federal thing, you would see just all caps. That's the corporation of you. That is not you as a person, which they also fucked the definition of person too. But anyway, it's just way complicated. I mean, anybody who I wants understand. to watch. Yeah, I get what you mean. I get what you're saying. So it's just like. I've known people in my hometown whose parents didn't get them birth certificates. They drive around without license plates. They don't have driver's licenses. The cops try to fuck with them and they just know like, yeah, I don't, I'm not taking that ticket. I'm not responding to the summons of the court and and nothing happens to them as long as they don't. uh, So it's victimless crimes that they try to get you for it. If you go out and fucking murder somebody, of course you're done. Right. If you're a problem, you're a problem. (laughs) <laughs> but if you're just driving around without a registered vehicle or, you know, not paying taxes, you can get around that shit. Yeah, I that's mean, true. You just got to know it. You have to figure out how. So if you have nice people like that who you interviewed that have it all out there for people. Yeah. And he does it for free. It's like a 24 hour course. I think it's 30 something videos. He sends you one a day. My co-host actually started watching him and he's he's like engaged to be married he has a kid on the way he's like dude i'm thinking i'm not gonna get a marriage license or get my kid a birth yeah no fuck the marriage license i i didn't do that route but i like i get why so many people still do but it's like you don't need that i would i've never even had a credit card really yeah you have don't you work in real estate yeah, but I don't. I'm, I mean, I work in real estate, but no, I just I never have bad credit or anything. I just never needed, which I never. Yeah, obviously, but, I understand how you have to play the game. I totally get it, but I no, just but I'll never have to. to buy a house. What? You don't have to. That's just what they tell you. Like, so yeah, like you, they tell just, you, no credit is worse than bad credit. Yeah, you'll hear that saying, Toster. Yeah, because we like, don't know if we can trust you with borrowing our money, and I'm like, the fact that I haven't like needed to borrow money and like. Or like wronged anybody in the like, but whatever. No, yeah, it is bullshit. Like, I remember I was on my own young, and I had like over. I was broke. I was like nineteen and broke, and learning, you know, working, paying my rent and stuff. And I remember I was like, oh, maybe I can get a credit card for a little, like just for gas to get to work and like food, right? And they would never give me one. But then all my friends who are our age were getting all these like school loans, <laughs> like all this money in school loans. And I could, I who had a job and was like paying bills into society, I couldn't get a credit card because, I mean, I could have if I had someone like, like co-sign, but I, I was on my own. My parents, we didn't have a good relationship then and stuff. So it was like, so I just never got a credit card. Well, good for you. Yeah. I mean, I use, I still have one I use. It's just not my. 
It's not yours then. You can use somebody else's. It doesn't count. It's not my name. <laughs> Just kidding. I that's like illegal to say, probably. <laughs> this is parody. In Minecraft. Those are some nice looking uh, joints you've been smoking. Oh, thank you. I live, I mean, you're in Colorado, but fucking, there's one on every street corner here. And it's like Willy Wonka every time you walk, even mine, and I've seen them grow. They've grown into this whole warehouse and bigger sale room and stuff. And it's just like Willy Wonka, there's candy pop, <laughs> you know, just like everything. Every kind it's of overwhelming. <laughs> it's, it's like I used to go to my drug dealer's house when the shit was illegal, and he was just like, I've got this here. How much do you? Yeah. And like half, it would took forever to get a hold of people. Like people have no idea. Kids who've grown up and legalized, they have no Spoiled idea. Fucks. Like, yeah, like you had to wait around, hopefully get a call. And this was when cell phones were kind of like new too, you know? It was just like, uh, it was such a hassle. And then you yeah. had to like, that's my favorite part of Pineapple Express, where is like, you have to like hang out with these guys. <laughs> like, you're not their friends. And that's true. true. That's the way it was. It was like, you can't just like hit it and quit it. You got to fucking like, <laughs> all right, I'll watch a YouTube okay, video. Hi, with you. Yeah. Well, that was a funny movie. I was actually friends with my drug dealers, so it wasn't that That's awkward. Good. It's a good movie. I think, yeah, towards the end of my my ex, his boss was like growing it like crazy. So it was, then it got a little easier to get hold of. But that was right before legalization. I think you're a little confused, I guess, though. So it was still legal. Your state was the first, right? We were, yeah, we were the first to decriminalize and then, like, when decriminalize, then med and then rec. So I don't remember how long in between, but for recreational, yeah, it was 2012. And then that was on the housing boom. Like, then everything boomed. It's like, there's a lot of fucking money in Colorado for now. Then it grew and it grew and it grew. It's kind of funny out here. It's interesting. But I'm not giving up, I'm saving it. Just trying. <laughs> and if not, I will have like 10 acres where they can come take me out at. <laughs> like, if that's what it comes to. You're going to be, uh, God, I always forget his name, Ruby Ridge. Yeah, basically. I'd like, I'm going to have a sniper nest in Minecraft too, but it's in the trees. You know, I'm like, we're planning out where we need to put up. Like, Forest Pump is like, what are you talking about? I'm like, you just never know, man. <laughs> we need to be prepared these days. If you can. I mean, I think they're going to come after a lot of other people first, but I think eventually if they, if they maintain power, they're going to come for all of us. And I know that's yeah. paranoid thinking, but I haven't been wrong yet. In fact, no, I mean, 2020 was like, wow, all this shit that I thought they were going to draw out, they just threw at us all at once. It's like, okay, they're fucking serious. Yeah. And, and now I will know. Go along with it. Yeah, now I know, like, that's the part that disappointed me the most. It was like, yeah, there's a small fraction of us who didn't go along with it or we went along with it because we had to either way. But the amount of people that were like, yeah, that's what you got to do. You know, got to do your part. We're alone together. Don't kill your grandma. Like, <laughs> just mirror. Well, grandma's dying alone at the home. <sighs> right. Isn't that ironic? Don't kill her, okay. but if she's dying, fuck her. She can die alone. It's a crime against humanity. That's one of my old, old episodes is I had on a guy who lost his mom, who she basically went down, like, downhill so quick because they couldn't get in and see her. And then a guy who worked in New York City, Long Island, during the thick of it all, 
and he was like in the old folks home like and he was the one taking like the ipad around and stuff like it was wild so i'm like what they had the ipad so they could zoom their loved ones or what yes like he would help them like and they're old and what a crime what a crime yeah fuck them all well we're getting close to an hour i think i I wanted to definitely talk about libertarianism and censorship, but one more thing I also appreciate about you. And it's what, when you had your Terminator mommy account, like you don't take yourself too seriously. You, you, you have a sense of humor about all of this. And I think that's something that's kind of lacking. And I mean, it's kind of an autistic community to be a part of Whether you're talking about conspiracy or libertarianism. It's just like They're so literal. Yeah. It's like to me, half the fun, fucking joy of life is having fun and laughing. And they, they, I don't want them to ever take that away from us. Like I got fucking taken down from Twitter for calling Hassan Piker a cunt for fuck's sake, because he was being one. And my, audience is probably really tired of hearing this but i'll tell you he <laughs> I know, uh the story he fuck so you know you know the whole sydney watson going on the vice oh thing? yeah that panel yeah and they dude like kudos to her for being willing to like just sit there and take it and be really fucking mature about it but he made a reaction video where he was calling her all the names in the book and i just do you know about the whole sam hyde thing um so he's like a, he's a stand-up comedian that was going after hassan piker and he, he's like oh they were gonna fight or something yeah they were gonna he was trying to get him to fight but so he had just got done getting his ass kicked in a cage fight and he's like in character he's kind of like andy kaufman sam hyde like he's something else but crazy. he was in character he's talking in irish accent and he's like hassan piker i'm coming for you i'm gonna wear your skin as a suit yeah i remember seeing so that. The, on my other show, Disinfobation, where we just do like current events and shit, he we played the video of uh, Hassan Piker reacting to that, and he was shaking. He was like, "I don't know why people are telling me to watch this. This guy's clearly insane." And he was just like, "I don't want to see this." Like, okay, like he's 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 threatening my life. Okay, and so I just <laughs> said, "Hey, man, lay off Sydney Watson. You're the biggest fucking cunt bitch of them all." I got taken down for that, and they didn't give me a warning. And they said, we didn't need to give you a warning because it's clear to us that your account's sole purpose is spreading hate and violence. And I, subsequently, I'd been doing like fucking Elon Musk threads. And like, I think that's me. Like, <laughs> yeah. So now my rule is I don't go after anybody unless it's Elon Musk. Because if they want to yeah, take me down. We have bigger enemies. We have bigger enemies like him. The people I just, I think that's another thing too, because I, I don't go after people who are like, I I feel there's a very important enemy we can all focus on for the most part. And who do you opinion. think the enemy is if you had to put Well, it's just like the government, well, the government and the state and like then their controllers as along with it. But like anyone who thinks they have authority over me is like, and they think they have authority on me and they steal from me all the time and they suck. So they're my biggest enemy. Well, I hope someday you will go full-blown anarchist. I'm not going to try to I convince mean, I, you. I, I expect it. I would love it. And that's like, the I've always thought that. I've been so like on my own and free in life. That's I've been always so free. So it's like, fuck the government. But if I can, if I can honeypot some shit, like, why not? 
Okay. You know, it could be a whole, there could be a whole game. It's a game now for me. Now it's a game. After you fuck with me, like you fucked with me the last year, it's like, there's a little game I'm just going to try, you know? Fuck with you guys a little bit. Well, I mean, I would be a libertarian, but I just like, I don't know. I'm done with half measures. I think. Yeah, that... no one has to. And nothing got done for so fucking long. <laughs> hey, like... if Dave Smith gets on the ticket, I'll vote for him. Oh, okay, thank you. But he won't. And he knows it. <laughs> Would it be funny if he did? Didn't Robin Williams, I think he made a movie called Man of the Year. And he's a stand-up comedian that runs for president as a joke. Yeah. Kind of. And he wins. He wins. Well, no, no, he gets he gets real close, and then he starts taking it serious, and he doesn't win. Okay. Warren Beatty made a similar movie, Bullworth. Did you ever see that? Uh, I never saw. It. Uh, I remember seeing the like cover of that one. That one's but... worth watching. Okay. It's like it stands the test of time, even though he's a. I don't know. He's one of those wokesters. Yeah. We can appreciate the art and think they're fucking horrible still, in my opinion. Yep, I'll still watch Ben Stiller, even though he went over and gave Zelensky a handy. <laughs> Why are they? What is going on over there? My That's favorite is yeah, how they walk on in front of the carnage. All these celebrities are like, "Yeah, see all that blown up shit behind me." It's like, okay, you're obviously on like on a soundstage in Long Island or something. Oh, like I used to think Ben Stiller might not be compromised. Now I know he is. All right, yeah. yeah you have you have any parting words? Any? Any uh, words of wisdom you want to pass on to the conspiracy players? Um, not really. Just stay, stay loud and like accept your cringe and like get your cringe out even if you know you're cringy if you're getting the message out. So that's all I got. Even if it's going to get you banned from Twitter. Well, yeah, I mean, obviously you can play censorship games, but <laughs> no. Not worth it. I think that's a slippery slope. Well, yeah. <laughs> Vaccination vacation. I haven't done it yet, and I probably can't. I can't remember. I got. A, I was on Chrissy Mayer's show the other day, and like the first word out of my mouth was globalist. <laughs> like, all the, you know, you just can't. I think I've said like the f word. <laughs> I don't know if we can say it out here, but like. When did like, you like, go on her show? Um, I've been on a couple simcasts, nice. but I was just on when she brought when she, the whole like expo with Eliza Blue. See, and, I was gonna ask like, you about that. Like, yeah. where where do you stand on that shit? Um, like I had never like I, she seemed cool to me. I don't know, and I figure like any woman, there's probably some the background stories probably you know, I, I'm not a believe all woman type, right? But I'm like, well, if she's helping people, though, then whatever. But now we're finding out, like, probably doesn't, wasn't helping anybody. And and was just like, I'm like, I've lived a fairly degenerate lifestyle. I'm not, like, claiming, you know, like, you can't just come out and claim shit that you didn't like what you did or something. Because there are real, there is, it is, does really happen. And that just, she's just, then I had a conspiracy that the globalists had hired her to help discredit more trafficking victims so that they could traffic more victims that's actually where i kind of stand with her she and then the narrative is falling apart she went on tim Poolcast, and like he's controlled opposition too but like he's calling her out now and it's just like 
Man, the layers of this fucking... It's, it's like Psyop lasagna. Unless you got people banned, too. It's like, no, bitch. Like, that really was like, you need to chill and just face it. But she's still not. <laughs> I think she'll stick around, but I think three quarters of the people that matter know she's She follows shit. me and I've, I've, I've DM'd her and said, you can come on my show. Because... I'm on my show. Yeah, I'll ask you, you know? questions, you know, to see if you... I mean, I'm going to push back, but I'm not going to be like, you know, mean. I'm going to think you're dumb. For <laughs> like, maybe, you know, but... Hopefully she loses the blue hair. Ugh. All right, well, thank you for coming on. Thanks for having and, me. Uh, Thanks for sending out the invite. I'm glad yeah. we stayed connected enough through censorship. <laughs> well... Yeah, now I have your email address, so I think we're good there for a while. But uh, yeah. I'll let you know when this is going to drop, probably like within the next week, 10 days-ish, somewhere in there. But I'll keep you posted on that. All okay. right. We'll have an Thank awesome Friday night and great weekend. You too. Talk to you later. All right. Goodbye. Bye.